Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich Oms, episode 223. Hey, my Rich I am Hayut. I hope you had a lovely weekend. And we are here like every Monday morning. When I asked my guest today, Kevin Irutia, what was his biggest success until today, he said, It has always been about making it super easy for my customers to book and to tell us what they want. We were everywhere. We were online and we answered our customers' phone calls and their text messages. Being very customer-focused and customer-central and really try to figure out what they want. And I do agree with Kevin so much because I believe that we should talk with our customers wherever they want to connect with us. A lot of companies today are only online, and that's wrong. You need to be wherever your customers are. Make sure you are 100% reachable for your customers, and don't try to educate them to reach you only online. Just be wherever they are. Kevin Urutia is the co-founder of New York-based Voy Media, who specializes in creating for client Facebook and Instagram ads that are sophisticated and super creative. Kevin's team are usually half on site and half around the world. During lockdown, they have all been working remotely. Kevin also has his own podcast, Digital Marketing Fast Lane, which helps you to build, launch, grow, and scale a successful online business. Kevin is a travel and nature enthusiast. In his spare time, you can find him hiking through Mount Fuji or booking his next adventure. Kevin Urutia, hi, what a pleasure to have you here. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me today. It's a pleasure to have you here today and I'm so happy that you came. I just shared with my audience, with our listeners, what you've done until now. And I would like you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today and where are you going? Where are you heading? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically kind of what I'm doing right now, at least for me, the most passionate route is like really about marketing. We do a lot of online marketing here at my current company, which is Boy Media. But it's not just online marketing for other brands. Really for me, I still do my online marketing for my own companies. So I have my own e-commerce brands that I'm working on. And that's, at least for me, is where uh, what I'm most passionate about is doing marketing for other brands, but using those skills to make my own businesses and my own companies. What do you mean doing marketing for yourself? What is unique about that? Yeah, so at least for me, the way I think about it is a lot of the brands that we work with for Boy Media, like our company is about 40 people now. Wow. We, we really help. Yeah, we really help them, uh, you know, grow their brands. But before this, I was I had my own companies, and that's kind of where I learned marketing for myself. So the way I think about it and the way we've been thinking about it here for with my partner is Boy Media is a great way to connect with founders, other entrepreneurs. But the way we think about it is 
hey, we're hiring great marketers, we're hiring great strategists. We want to use their skills to also build brands internally, kind of like an incubator where we think of ideas or concepts that we want to make because that's essentially what we're doing for other brands, except we don't have any ownership. They just pay us with our own brands. We own them. We can scale them quicker um, and we can really uh, use our marketing knowledge to take them to the next level because working with a client, it's really even as much as we're a partner, uh, you probably know it's it's their ideas. It's their thing. They, they need approve, sure. approval things. So that's kind of the way we are thinking about it right now. I think it's a very interesting business model. How did you start doing that? So we started really like marketing, at least for a marketing agency. It wasn't something I wanted to start. I never thought about doing a marketing agency. Really came out of me when I was running my other companies. I wanted to connect with other founders and entrepreneurs to help them with their stuff. Because initially, like I thought uh, Boy Media was going to be a, a great way to invest into startups, like, you know, startup funding, investing, seed rounds, series A. Sure. And that was a way for me to meet entrepreneurs. But that then turned into, hey, we need help with advertising. We need help with marketing. And then that just led us to, to turn into the traditional business model. That's sort of how we came up. It was like, it wasn't like what we planned for, but it kind of just grew. And then obviously you probably know, like it was working and we just kept growing it. And like anything, we're always adjusting, but that's kind of where it is right now. I'm talking about your brands. What kind of brands are there? Yeah, so for me, I did. I had. I have a maid, maid cleaning company called Maid Sailors, where we do like home cleaning services for apartments in New York City. Hmm. And then we all, yeah, yeah, it's just traditional, really traditional business. But when we started it a few years ago, almost six years ago, there was no like online booking. It was very old school, as in, hey, you you wanted a maid. They came to your house, they inspected your apartment, and then they give you a price. Um, at least for me, I came from tech. I was like, hey, this is weird. Why can't I just buy a cleaning right now? Of course, there's nuances to why now. And I understood as I was building the business, but that model is sort of what helped us really scale up and again, help with online marketing because now we could accurately track if we brought in a customer from Google or Facebook, did they convert because they actually booked online. And you're still doing that? With the cleaning company? So that company I sold, I sold last Great. year. Uh, I sold that company. So basically we had, for that company, we had about, we acquired about three or four other cleaning companies and we kind of merged them into one big sort of cleaning service. And then you sold it. Yeah. And then we sold it and, and we sold it because I was running for about five, six years. Like I said, I wanted to move on to different things. And for me, it was just the way I think about it. For me, it was just a way to learn about business, learn about marketing learn about hiring, firing. Like when you run a company, it's not just idea. You realize it's more than that. And it's and it teaches you a lot. For the next business, you're a little bit better. You know a little bit more than when you first started and you didn't know anything. As an entrepreneur yourself, what would be your best advice to any entrepreneur that's listening to us regarding customer focus and customer's approach? I would say for my best advice really is for approaching the customer and really it's kind of like, just think about them as like, what would you do if, if you know, you were that customer? Um, that could be about uh, many ways. How would you want to market your product? How would you want to sell the product? How would you want to handle complaints or returns? I always think about it like that. Like, hey, if you were the customer, you know, how would you want the other person to respond if you had a complaint or request or you were truly happy? So that's kind of how I would think about it. Hmm. You've got successes, and we'll talk about this in a minute. But I want to ask you, what is your biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most, or almost the most? 
yeah, I mean, yeah, with, with customers, I guess for me is, I guess at one point, like any business, you, you sort of like over promise stuff that you can do right like mm -hmm. hey like i'm gonna get you so many sales or hey i'm gonna bring you so many customers and as a new entrepreneur you always want to over promise uh sorry you want to you want to like promise you want to like promise and over deliver but sometimes you make the mistake of saying yep i could do that and then you get overwhelmed because you don't know how to solve the problem you know how to solve their issue and then the customer does get upset and then you basically either you know if you're in business you get a refund they do a chargeback or you just get a really bad word of mouth. And that's sort of like where I see some of the mistakes we've made where when we work with people and I know they're just not happy with some of the maybe like work that could be done, right? And this this is for the cleaning company, right? Where Or for the, my Montum company where we deal our product, they weren't happy. So that's something that like I think about and really affects your journey because like you, when you're doing your new company, you want to sort of minimize those moments because a lot of times they're just not fun to deal with and they kind of like, they stick with you for like a few days or months and you're like trying to think about how to like get rid of that. Hmm. Now I want you to tell us the story of your greatest and most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something you did right about approaching your customers. Yeah. I think for us, like one of the best success, I, I still think it was when I was doing the cleaning company, we really focused on making it super easy for them to book and to tell us what they wanted for their cleaning. I like that because it, at least for me, it made them trust us to book a service. A, a cleaning is a very personal thing where you're like literally letting a stranger into your home. So by having a great simple process, by answering phone calls, by answering their text messages to us about uh, their apartments, they booked with us. And for me, it showed between the reviews, like we use a lot of online reviews for Yelp or even Google reviews. So at least for me, that's kind of really being like very customer focused and customer centric and really trying to figure out what they want. Um, that makes it easier for them to book. And again, for referrals or word of mouth. So that's kind of like I always tell people like make it so simple. But again, simple doesn't mean don't support, at least for the cleaning company. We try to make it as simple as we can on the online website. But we also get a lot of customers calling us and we've built a full like uh, staff of people to pick up phone calls just to handle phone calls because it's so important for us in our business when I was running it, right? Yeah, sorry. So <laughs> you're yeah. still used to it. So it's kind of talk with them wherever they want to connect with you. Yeah, really, I think and I think that's so important. Like, I think like we do a lot of e-commerce stuff for, for Boy Media, like our marketing agency. And I see a lot of times like customers don't even have like basic phone number that works. And I think that's for me, for me, it would never make sense because when I was running my e-commerce company, we had online chat, we had phone number, we had any single way a customer could talk. Because that, that experience came from me from made sailors. I was like, customers just want to come connect with you and talk to you. Why am I not going to have a phone number that's working? Because if they want to buy something from you, I want to make it super easy and, and make the experience what they're looking for. Hmm. So I think it's very simple to go away. To be A lot of people just want to be like, hey, I'm online only. But I'm like, online doesn't mean like customers want to talk to people, right? So they want to know what's going on. I do agree with you. Kevin, can you recommend the best, most effective technological or digital tool that related to customer focus marketing or sales. However, I'm not looking for the last shiniest tool in the endless list. I'm looking for something that really works for you and helps you succeed and might help other entrepreneurs as well. 
Yeah, I would say like the a, a tool like a, maybe like an ebook, but like this book is very old. It's it's maybe not. It's not really a tool because tools are new, kind of what you said. Like they keep updating. I would say the book that's really helping the most to think about marketing, to think about sales and business, is probably called Dot Com Secrets by Russell mm, Brunson. Russell Brunson. It's it's like you probably know. It's not. It, it doesn't talk about Facebook. It doesn't talk about Google. It talks about how to run a business and how to make running, money running a business. And it really teaches you like the core fundamentals of marketing and sales. I'm happy that you mentioned it. This is an excellent book. A lot of people think it's like a scammy book because of the title, but it's like the best book. No, it's a very good one. You know, there are many factors that affect one's success. But I do believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really made it for us, really helps us succeed. And I want to ask you, what is your one key success factor? I think my key success factor is I believe in myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think people, I think people sometimes don't believe in themselves so much. Like I tell people, like I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. Like I don't know anything about cleaning. I don't know anything about selling outdoor gear. I don't know anything about selling a luggage company that I do. And I don't. I never knew about marketing. I never. I went to school for computer science. I never took one marketing course. I say like anything that you want to do, you can go and do it yourself. Like especially now, there's so many resources out there: podcasts, YouTube videos, books that you can learn anything. It's really about just believing yourself and like I think it's what tell people like just buckle down and turn off the TV and start learning, and then you could literally do whatever you want and change your life. Beautiful. However, I believe that you have something natural that really works for you around digital marketing. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it too is also like problem solving techniques. I think it's probably one of the best skills or things that you could have is uh, being a great problem solver and seeing an issue. And and a lot of people sometimes see an issue and they're like, "Oh my god, I don't know how to solve it." For me, it's like, "Okay, let me just let me figure it out because in a day or two, I'm not going to think about it." And then you move on with your day. Like uh, the way I think about it is like last week you had problems that were stressing you out, and now I don't even remember what problems mm-hmm. those were. Right. <laughs> it's like what what was those things? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you remember when was the point when you stopped chasing after customers and started to attract them to you? And it can be today with your digital marketing agency, but it can also be with a cleaning company. Yeah, I think for me, that was probably when I was like telling people how I thought, your opinions, and really talking to and just connecting. I think that really helped us get more customers, at least for the agency. That was a big one where we started doing YouTube videos. And really for me, that came from kind of, I was really like, I never was used to doing this, like talking and communicating with people because I was scared about like, how do people hear about me? How do people, you know, how do people think about me when I talk? Like, am I talking too fast? Am I talking too slow? All that type of stuff like kind of gets in your head. And then after a while, it's just like, I have stuff to say and mm-hmm. some people are going to like it. Some people are not. And that's sort of what's helped, right? The people that come to me have actively listened to my stuff. They know how I speak. They understand what I'm saying to them and, and they get it. And at least for me, that's kind of why some of people resonate with me. Like Russell Brunson, like everything he says, I'm like, yeah, this guy's like very smart. I listen to this stuff all the time. And and that's kind of where for me, that's sort of like that shift in like just put your, be putting myself out there more and uh, just, you know, having people to come and listen. Hmm. My final question before asking you what is the best way to connect with you, My final question is my mountain question. And as my listeners already know, I've been imagining for years this journey of entrepreneurship as climbing a mountain. 
step after step after step and then when you reach the peak usually you're looking to climb a higher peak sometimes you need to go down a bit and at some point I started to ask my guests and that's what I'm asking you whether you ever climbed a mountain or wished to climb a mountain or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, definitely no relationship with the mountains but I think for me one thing that I thought was going to be kind of at least like a hurdle or like a mountain for me was like kind of like, hey, making your company successful and then selling it. That was always kind of like a dream I had. And then you realize that like you think you're going to sell it because you're just kind of like in this great state of like, oh, my God, I can't wait. But really, at least for me and other people I've talked to, when you're selling a company, you're kind of already like done with it. You're like, OK, I'm so happy it's gone. So it's like a very like. In the beginning, you're just like, oh, my God, I can't wait to build a company and sell it. But when you're actually there and you're selling it, you're kind of just like, OK, I'm, I'm relieved that I sold it because I, I don't want to do it anymore. So uh, that's kind of at least for me, it was like a mountain that I, I wanted to climb. And, and that's kind of was exciting for me at the time. And now it's sort of like I'm thinking about new stuff, you know, so that's kind of what, what, that, what that means for me. To see actually a company that you can grow yeah. until you really sell it and somebody is paying money for your company, for what you created. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Kevin, what would be the best way to connect with you for any of our listeners that would like to be in touch? The best way is probably, I love Twitter. So twitter.com forward slash Danist, D-A-N-E-S-T, or just emailing me, kevin at voimedia.com, V-O-Y-M-E-D-I-A.com. And what is your website? Avoymedia.com. Great. So we will put all these links in the show notes of this interview. And Kevin, I would like to thank you so much for coming. It has been a pleasure to hear your answers and to hear about your successes. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, everybody else, for listening and, and appreciate everybody and their time. Hmm. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.